Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is Sipping Tea with Nat and Z. I'm Nat. And I am Z. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going yes. on this week? What's going um, on with you, Z? <laughs> Nothing. Same old, same old. <laughs> Still dealing with this bullshit-ass cough. So that's what's going on with me. I do get mm. to go to the pulmonologist. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Pulmonology, it's, yes. Okay. Correct. I am going tomorrow. Finally was able to get an appointment. Oh, good. Um, good, good, good. It's just been difficult with COVID. I've been yeah. told that appointments are like booked up until like January and February. <clears throat> Excuse oh, wow. me. And this was the first person that I was able to actually get in. And I made this appointment like three weeks ago. So oh um, come hell or high water, I will be there tomorrow. <laughs> good. So. Yeah. Probably get that cleared up, maybe get a breathing treatment or something. I don't know. I'm just, like I said, I'm just over it. And, you know, with the COVID cases spiking in this area, yeah. um, with the second wave being a little more, I won't say deadly, but just a little bit more. It's more intense. Yes. As they the had predicted. You know right. I mean? And they did predict it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> to now finding out that, uh, you know, someone that we know has it and cannot mm-hmm. figure out how. And this person is a germaphobe to the mm-hmm. 20th degree. So um, it's just a little worrisome. So I'm just yeah. trying to get this under control because, you know, respiratory issues are not yes, good ma'am. during the time of COVID. So Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. I went for a walk the other day for like the first time since I had surgery. And I was like, don't usually carry my inhaler, not thinking. Mm-hmm. But then considering everything that's going on, I was like, let me go back in the house. And I'm so glad I did because there was a little too much. It was a little too far, far that I went. My body was like, turn around. It's, it, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's a lot. Like you said, like you said, when you have breathing issues like the both of us do, mm-hmm. it can get kind of scary. It's- and taxing it's mm-hmm. daunting yeah because you're trying to manage all that and everything else you got going on at home so <laughs> yeah you know so oh this week right so mm-hmm. I could, this kind of folds into what we're talking about because today is we're talking about navigating family dynamics during the holidays so you know with everything going on just be mindful and we're going to get into that a little bit later so what's what's tea of the day reef So, um, we are not tea experts. You should speak to your doctor (laughs) when drinking herbal tea, as there are potential side effects when mixed with some medications. This should not be a substitute for medications. We're not affiliated with any of these companies, nor are these endorsements. So, what we drink in today. So, tea on the table, um, because it's Thanksgiving around the corner in the holidays. We went with some cranberry tea from Adagio Teas. And we'll have the website up on our Instagram page. It is a premium black tea from Sri Lanka flavored with sweet, tangy cranberries. It's a it's a clean, bright flavor with juicy sweetness. Um, it's an autumn delight, and it is a great complement to your next holiday feast coming up, which your guests are sure to gobble down. Now, we're going to talk about the guest thing in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> And it is best served with a twist of orange peel and a little bit of honey. It's a loose it leaf. Delicious. Yes, it's a loose leaf black tea, high caffeine, which you kind of will need to keep up with what's going on in the holidays. And you should steep it at 212 degrees for three minutes. Uh, some of the benefits of cranberry tea, which is why we also why we picked this. I mean, yes, it's very holiday ish, um, but they're uh, the cranberries are considered a superfood due to a high um, nutrient-rich antioxidant content. And for those ladies that are out there, a lot of times if you've ha- encountered a UTI, folks, the doctors will give you like um, advice about drinking more cranberry juice to help with your urinary tract and what have you. It's heard, um, it's been told to, that it prevents certain types of cancer. But like we've said, we're not experts. We're just going off, you know, <laughs> just, just letting y'all know. Don't come back and say, that I got cancer and because, um, but I was told I could drink some tea. You can't, don't come back and say, but I heard. So just, we just making that, that disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's also good for decreasing your blood pressure. So, you know, you're going around the folks and the family and that may cause some, 
some different and interesting um, encounters. So the, mm-hmm. the, the, the blood pressure <clears throat> may, the, it may help. It may definitely assist you in that journey of not blowing your top if it comes to that. One definite and important thing is this tea is not safe for breastfeeding and pregnant women. So it would definitely make sure that um, you stay away from it or just be mindful of it as you're going into this holiday season. So yes. hot tea, hot tea. Which I need some of right now because yes. <clears throat> I feel like I got a frog in my throat. Sorry about that. Uh, so hot tea. There's a lot of hot tea. Um, I don't know if it's because people are still riding the wave of, you know, the election season. Um, people started to come out and show their ass a little bit. So <laughs> we do have some hot tea to spill with you all today. Mm-hmm. So first is. Michael B. Jordan uh, has been named people's sexiest man alive. The 33-year-old joins the ranks with the likes of The Rock, Mm. Idris Elba, and John Legend. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't understand that one. His aura, how he presents himself. Uh, Okay. 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 You know, some interesting facts that I learned about Michael B. Jordan um, is that his company, Outlier Society Productions, was the first to adopt an inclusion writer. And for those of you who don't know what a writer is, it's like a list of demands that artists and singers and Mm. the like, um, it's a list of demands that they set as criteria for performance. So they may have on their writer, like, take all the red M&Ms out of the bowl. (laughs) I've heard those. Like. I only want alkaline water. Mm -hmm. I only want chicken from churches. Like some of those (laughs) things appear in people's writers. Right. But his is not superficial. His inclusion writer mandates that filmmakers enlist a diverse cast and crew. Mm. So any film that he is on, he demands that there's a diverse cast and crew, which I think is pretty dope. Yeah. And he has been very active in the Black Lives Matter movement this year and this year's election. So uh, big ups to Michael B. Jordan. Okay. People's sexiest man alive. Accolade. (laughs) Yes, he is. He is. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's 33, which I'm like, whoo, I am old because I remember him as uh, Wallace in the wire. So (laughs) the little meat mill braids, but (laughs) I digress. (laughs) I digress. Oh, my goodness. (coughs) If you're looking for something to read, Obama's highly anticipated Mm post-presidential memoir has dropped. Yes. Apparently, I didn't know this. Don't ask me how I did not know this. But this is like the first volume. So (laughs) I thought this was just it. No, no, no. no. This is the first volume, apparently, in a series of presidential memoirs that he's going to be releasing. So in this volume... He talks about the Affordable Care Act, Wall Street reform, the death of Osama bin Laden, mm-hmm. and Vladimir Putin. I haven't read this yet, but I think I'm just going to do the audiobook. I'm still going to buy the hard copy because mm-hmm. I like to have both. I did that same thing it's with Michelle com- Obama's mm-hmm. book. Same here. So I'm going to probably do the audio and the uh, hard copy, but I'm probably going to take this in through audio because he's um, narrating it. So oh, nice. His voice is calming. So Yes. Use it, go ahead and use my audible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Megan Thee Stallion um, dropped a capsule collection with Fashion Nova and her debut album this week. Mm-hmm. I would say both have been met with a little bit of mixed reviews, although the Fashion Nova line did sell out quickly. Oh, wow. um, I have listened to her album. It's called Good News. Mm-hmm. It's about 17 tracks. Mm, it's okay. I'm, the fact that this is her debut album, I was like, huh? Really? This is a debut? Yeah. She's had a lot of features, a lot of, I guess, oh. type, type things. But this is her first official album. Um, oh, wow. I'm a little underwhelmed. I mean, like I said, there were some good songs. The first song was Shots Fired. Yeah. Um, And it it samples Biggie's Who Shot Ya. Uh-huh. And she talks about what happened the night that she got shot. Oh. Which is pretty interesting. Right. And she calls out Tory Lanez and her one of her, the ex-friend that was there with them that night Mm -hmm. so i mean that was a key and you know everything else is kind of she has a song called body Mm -hmm. and um i saw the video for it and she has like taraji p henson's in it black china's in it it's a pretty okay video Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of twerking oh of course that's your thing then hey go for it 
a lot of twerking, lace uh, front wigs to the ass. Okay. So, you know. Not right now. No, um, no yakky number five. Just straight up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the blends. I don't know the blends. So you know, yeah, I can't um, speak on it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't I'm know. Not about that I, life I have no anymore. Idea. Taraji P. Henson had a, a red wig to her ass. Oh. I like Taraji, so I was like, get it, girl. She looked good. Her okay. body looks amazing. She looks so. amazing. Yeah. She so absolutely amazing. I am not mad at that. Goals. Um, hashtag. Yes. Um, something else has been met with mixed reviews, which is funny because we just talked about him last week. Uh, Kevin Hart released mm. uh, a new stand-up mm-hmm. special called Zero Fucks Given. He filmed it apparently inside his home with a small crowd that were like double masked up. Okay. Um, it definitely had its funny moments mm-hmm. and it was funnier than the last two specials he's had. But I wasn't like, oh my God, Kevin Hart's back. He's funny <laughs> as hell. I will say that I think one of the things I talked about last week about him being more concerned about politically being politically correct than being funny. Uh-huh. I think he's probably heard that because he had said some pretty, I would say, I won't say outlandish jokes, <laughs> but some pretty some jokes that makes you want to stop and be like, oh, oh did he just say that? Oh. Like he called his daughter a hoe. Oh, and she's exhibited hoe activity. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. And it was in the context that she's starting to be into boys. She came home one day. I was like, she liked this boy. And he was like, okay, great. Two weeks later, she comes back home and says, I'm off him. I like this new boy. He's like, okay, great. And he's like, then like a week later, she came back with a third boy. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay. He's like, is my daughter a hoe? So he said he called up an old hoe he knew in his life to ask her if his daughter was exhibited hoe. And she's like, yep, yep, that's how it starts. That's how it starts. Oh my God. So, that right there, I was just like, oh, okay. Um, oh my. But it was, it, like I said, it had its funniest moments. That right. probably for me was the funniest, the funniest of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's worth, a, it's worth a look if you want to do it. Okay. Um, I didn't know there was such a thing as a whole consultant, but now we know. I guess it is. Mm. Hey, there's a job for everybody. There is. Thank you. So, That's nice. If you're out there and you're listening and you a hoe, you can become a consultant. Become a L- hey. your own LLC. Hoes, hoes, <laughs> hoes, LLC. <laughs> hoes over everybody. <laughs> agency. <laughs> hoes everybody um, over everybody. Agency. Hoa. So. And we are not slut shaming. I mean, I at all. I'm using that term endearly because I, I, if you are, you know, embrace your sexuality all That's day, every day. Please do because we are shamed about it too much. Yeah, that's a whole other show, y'all. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Um, Will Smith and Janet Hubert they had a reconciliation after 27 years Ooh. of not speaking. If everybody know, the original Aunt Viv was taken off the show, replaced mm. by what people call the light-skinned Aunt Viv. There was a lot of controversy over that. Mm -hmm. Janet was all up and down uh, Al Gore's internet, just talking so reckless about Will Smith. Oh, wow. Um, Will Smith had some choice things to say about her in his younger days. So they finally came to the table to talk. They resolved their feud. Mm -hmm. I would say there were a lot of moments that came out that kind of showed you how they got to that place. Mm-hmm. Janet Hubert was, you know, she was Juilliard trained. She was Miss Broadway. She was in Cats. She had just, you know, so you know, she came with an air of professionalism about her and she expected everybody on set to, to be just as, be, be, yes, be as professional as she was. But then you have Will Smith who was broke at the time because he mm-hmm. didn't pay the IRS because he you know, was just living like young rappers do during that time. Mm-hmm. So he gets to the show and he's just like the star of the show. And he's, this is his first real, I would say, parlay into acting. I mean, right. he did seven, what was it? Seven degrees of separation, I think before that or during that. I can't yes, remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was something professionalism for him was something that it needed to be learned. Mm-hmm. And um, groomed for. And groomed. And what we found, what I found out was that Will Smith, you know, grew up in an abusive home and he used comedy as his way to kind mm-hmm. of deflect negative tension. Right. Um, but that, and was always seeking 
approval. And then if you didn't give him your approval, then that's what he said. The dragon would come out. And so mm. he would get angry. Janet was going through an abusive relationship at home. So she was going through a lot of stuff outside mm. of the show that right. probably was bought onto the set. I'm sure at some point. Um, and she said that him labeling her as the angry black woman basically cost her her livelihood and, mm. you know, had black uh, people kind of turn against her. Mm. Um, so it was good to see that healing I'm glad that it happened. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that Will Smith owned his shit. Right. He never tried to deflect and say, oh, but you did this and you do that. Mm-hmm. He just listened. He took he took it in. He understood and he validated her feelings, which nice. was awesome. Um, and then lastly, what I have <laughs> was this week's versus battle. Who y'all? This. With Jeezy and Gucci. This. Out the Some gate. moments. Out the Some gate, Gucci. Moments. Was coming for Jeezy. Some tense moments. Like, um, ooh, yeah. If you if, <laughs> if, if, if you were watching this, and if you don't know the background, so Gucci killed one of Jeezy's friends, and it was because Jeezy's friend broke into his house to rob Gucci. So Gucci this is killed alleged, himself. Did he get caught? No, this was this is factual. Okay, this is the factual part. Okay. So what was alleged is that the um that Jeezy put a hit out on Gucci with the Black Mafia, BMF, Black Mafia family. I think Mm -hmm. that's what the acronym is. Um, And then tried to kill Gucci, and it didn't happen. So they've been beefing for about the same amount, like 15 years. Um, So Gucci still, you could tell, it came with that animosity. Still kind of bubbled up in him. And Jeezy kind of came to me on his grown man shit. I would say Jeezy is Gucci is before therapy. Jeezy is after therapy. <laughs> like, that is the best way to describe their behavior. Right. And Jeezy says some stuff like, yeah, we, you know, let's do this for the culture. Like, right. all these young rappers have been dying. You try to bring them back in. Yeah. Mm. Tragically. Yes. Um, Over dumb stuff. Over beef that don't matter. And we got beef, but let's show them we can evolve beyond that. Right. And when he said that, Gucci did change his tune a little bit. He did. He kind of fell back and just kept going back on, like, on the classics. All right, let's do classics. Not so yeah. much uh, on the dis, <laughs> on the dis tip. Right. So one of the funniest things I saw it, it's it's a little it, it's a little it was funny to me. I'm gonna just say that. So Jeezy <laughs> has this song called "Trap or Die," <clears throat> and if you know, he has a fiance, Jenny Mai. Yes. I think that's and she's on the the real. real. Mm-hmm. She just so, had surgery or something too. Yeah, and she was on Dance with the Stars. Right, so that's what it said, was. They said it was probably the first time she ever heard any of his songs. Wait, what? That's what they said. But if y'all heard, if y'all listen to Jenny Mai, you know, yeah, that she been about that that for a long time. She been about that like for long a long time. time. Yeah. So don't discredit her because she, you know. She's been about that. And I like their relationship. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a clip of him just traveling to visit her mom. Just oh. to I forgot where her mom lives. But he took a flight just to visit her and check in on her and see how she was doing. So I like their relationship. I'm here for nice. it. You know, like I said, Jeezy is definitely grown from mm-hmm. young Jeezy. So I'm here for it. I just hope and pray that Gucci does the same. Yeah, because... The comments, I don't know if y'all was watching, reading the comments. They were pure comedy. Mm-hmm. Pure comedy and just inciting stuff. And it, start, and it started an hour late. It did. Because they were getting COVID tested. Oh, that's good. Okay, I'm glad for that. Glad for that. And I was thinking to myself, like, you getting COVID tested? What if one of them was positive? What were we going to do then? But they're already hey. in the building. But okay. Okay. It is um, it and is. it was in Magic City. <laughs> oh, that's right. That part. So, pretty sure that was a super spreader of COVID, but I hope, hey. it's, I hope it's been shut down for a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's it for me. So, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and jump right into our tea time segment. And we're back. So, 
Hope y'all enjoyed the hot tea. Getting into tea time. The topic, as we said before, is navigating family dynamics during the holidays. So it's a different year, a uh, different time. 2020 has been on some. It's been on something. I don't, I don't even know. But with that being said, we all know the COVID is is live and on stage. The spikes have been going <laughs> on. It's just Rona saying, here, I'm here for the holidays to move over. So with that being said, we're already adding stress stress to the holidays on top of just thinking how or if you're going to be able to see anybody. Um, and if there's disagreements that you may have had because you thought you may see somebody or you've lost someone because of COVID, like this is can be a very stressful time on so, so many levels. Um, but hopefully we can give you some, you know, tips on how to have a safe and happy holiday with your friends and family to help reduce some stress. So because of what's been going on, if you're in a warm area, have dinner outside. You know, some people have an easier time practicing social distancing. You can, you know, step away for a little bit, you know, depending on how far you are. The masks, um, you can take off your mask for a longer period of time and so on and so forth. So, you know, something to think about. Something that my family and I are probably having, we're going to have a virtual gathering of sorts. There's a particular time we're going to check in with family around the U.S. and my sister in um, Saudi Arabia to try to check in and just say hey and um, see what everybody's eating and up to and stuff like that. Um, what the what the officials are recommending big time, um, and I could definitely co-sign with this as in my public health hat, have a small dinner with only the people in your house if you can help it. I mean, I understand folks have not seen their family and friends in quite some time, um, but just because of everything, just please be careful um, and try to just make it an intimate dinner. And not that you haven't been in the house with those people for the past nine months, so that may not necessarily wet your whistle, but think about it. And, you know, if you decide to have people at your house or you're going somewhere, make sure everybody's getting a COVID test and you've quarantined before they're gathering. So with that being said, at the time that we're taping this, y'all should have been in quarantine. So if you're not, <laughs> so if you're not quarantined now, you might just need, need to pass, need to pass on that. So, you know, officials are definitely saying don't get together, but you know, we know some of y'all listening. Are, don't listen. Y'all yes, don't listen. And y'all just going to do what listen. you going to do, you know, but so if you do get together, you know, and this may also be because you've been in the house with the same people for the past nine months, there may be some built up hostility some uh, some levels of conflict and you've been trying to, I don't know, stay away from it as much as you can. Um, and the dynamics that come with that can be a bit stressful. So something to think about, have some boundaries. Literally have, before you go there, before you go downstairs, before you go over to whomever your quarantine is, if these people are going to be triggers for you, have a talk with yourself about what you will and will not tolerate. If, if if Aunt Susie over here, you know, she has a tendency to pop off, are, are you going to walk away or are you going to confront her? Just make those decisions so you don't have to make them in that moment. You know, and if their behavior is consistent and helps and is positive, then maybe you can lower your boundaries. You know, and understand this may only be for a night. So is it worth it to, to get, you know, upset about and go blow a gasket? And definitely make sure you stand in your decision. Don't don't go back and forth, you know, and waffle. And now someone may pop off with a slick comment of some sort that may irritate you. And I'm not just saying that, you know, if there's negative stuff that's going to happen. But in the event these things happen, that you'll, you know, have some tools for you. Um, what about you, Reef? I know you had some other ideas on some things to think, look into. Yeah, I mean, because, again, we're talking about navigating family dynamics during the holidays, right? So there are a lot of things that we all need to take into consideration. Like Natalie said, have good boundaries. Like we said, you're not going to listen. So if you're not going to listen, at least you can have some tips and tools to use when you have to be around family. If you, like Natalie said, have good boundaries, then you can time your time, right? Mm -hmm. You don't stay longer than you emotionally or mentally can handle, right? You're going to stay yeah. there. I've already said I'm just going to stay half an hour. Just to show my face and then I'm gonna go back home. Yeah. Or I will get there when dinner starts and I'm gonna leave when when dinner's done. I ain't right. gonna stay for dessert. 
Mm-hmm. Just don't overstay your welcome. You know what I mean? You know what your boundaries are. You know what your limits are. As soon as you feel like you get into that limit, roll out. Keep it moving. You may not be able to. Maybe you roll with family, right? And you can't just roll out when you want to. Maybe just take a break. Go outside. Walk around. Maybe find a reason to go to like the corner <laughs> <Let's go>. store. <laughs> um, you know, we're in the time of COVID. So we are limited to things that we can um, mm-hmm. take a break to do, but walking around, um, just the neighborhood, just to take mm-hmm. a deep breath and, and kind of regroup to get back yeah. into that dynamic. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good. And then if you happen to go outside and you decide, you know what, I don't think I'm gonna come back, go, go get yourself a room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you decide, you know, it is time for me to take a long walk to, to the holiday inn because you may in the time of COVID anyway, it's, it's probably much safer for you to do that anyhow, but you really may need to just have your own space. Right. And so you're not on top of each other. I know when I was growing up, my family was the Thanksgiving house and we would normally have 30 plus people at our house, 30. And I mean, that's like upstairs, downstairs, the kids table. And if you're in the family and then everybody would stay and people, you know, that's, that's a whole hell of a lot of people, people sleeping <laughs> under People sleeping under dining room tables. That's the first time I saw my parents give up their room so that one of our uh, my other grandmothers or aunts that were there had to sleep in their room. People, I mean, it was it was fun. You know that, like I know y'all saw that meme, but all the cousins are in the family room at grandma's house and everybody's mm-hmm. on top of each other. Yeah, so that's nice and all, but in these days, this day and age, you might want to get a room. There's some nice Airbnbs. Check check them out. It, it may save your life. And then, and, it really and, makes and, your life. And again, <laughs> you should not be, I repeat, I wish people would take COVID seriously yes. and stay their ass home. You really Please. shouldn't be traveling this holiday season. Mm-hmm. You really shouldn't. And like Natalie said earlier, we understand. We miss our families. Especially if you live miles apart, mm-hmm. states apart, countries apart. But we're trying to all be healthy and stay healthy. But if you're right. going to be around people, like Natalie said, get a room, stay mm-hmm. in Airbnb, limit your exposure, limit your time around people. If you are going to be in the house, keep a mask on. Yep. Um, You know, make a plan. You want to strategize. You want to think about what conversations you're going to have, Um, mm-hmm. how you respond to sensitive issues. Again, this is important. Some people are COVID theory, um, conspiracy theorists. Mm. Some people are election mm. conspiracy theorists, right? Yep. You want to navigate these kinds of conversations the best way you can. So, the, And the best way to do that is to make a plan. Um, make sure you can ask, you have some boring questions on deck that you can fill um, with uncomfortable voids, right? Um, maybe <laughs> right. even have a holiday buddy system, you know, somebody to tag team with, like tap right. you in and tap you out. Like, <laughs> I got to, I can't, I'm, I'm tapping you in. You got to take right. on this this leg of the conversation because <laughs> Aunt Margaret is talking to me sideways Ooh, and she said girl. one more thing about more. my weight, yes. about my hair. Yes. I'm going to go upside her head. I don't care. She's 75 years old. Mm, this woman's quick. trying me. I, that, that folds into triggers because that is a trigger right there because <laughs> there's all, I know y'all have seen the memes Woo! that have been out there. You know, the auntie come in talking about, oh, you looking like you put on a couple of weight, you know, a couple of pounds and then you have a clap back and it's just it can go left. Like, I still see you ain't married. Like, just some hard <laughs> stuff that, you know, that she doesn't want to hear. And then relationships like and work like, oh, all you do is work and, you know, they don't have anything else to relate to you on. Try to figure out what your triggers are. Really sit with yourself to figure that out. Um, and if you. Once you do figure that out, figure that out, figure out who pushes it. Hmm. If you know that Aunt Margaret's over there giving you the side eye, you know <laughs> to stay on the other side of the room. So, so like Sarifa said, you don't go upside her head. And then, you know, it's like WWF at grandma's house or whoever house you go to. So you don't want that. Um, <laughs> but make sure that you know who that is and try to woo saw. Yes. You know, however you may help to detach. This <laughs> might be outside of me like so in a way I'm happy that I'm not spending Thanksgiving with my family in a way 
And it's because of my triggers. Y'all have heard me talk about this a few times during this podcast. My girlfriends hear me talk about this all the time. I have an uncle who is my trigger. Just looking at this man just sets me the fuck off. Like, (laughs) it just does, okay? He sets me off. And I just wait because I know he's going to say something slick out of his mouth. And I will say I have grown since I've had my daughter Mm -hmm. because, you know, there are times over the last two years where he and I have been in each other's company and he said some triggering stuff to me and old Zarifa wanted to pop off and pop off good. (laughs) But (laughs) this Zarifa was like, you know what? This man is unhappy with himself. So what he's saying to you is just a reflection about how he feels about himself so just don't even go there just let that man just let that man do him Mm -hmm. I will tell you guys a story at another time about last Christmas and how he triggered me with his Christmas gifts but we'll get into that another time (laughs) Natalie's laughing because she knows this story all too well okay this man triggered me with the Christmas but you know yes lord and, you know, I will say if, if you know, you know your triggers, also, if, if you're being triggered in your home, like if mm. you're hosting Thanksgiving mm. and you're being triggered in your home, it's your house. Your house. Remember that. You Please. don't have to deal with that. Set some time limits. Okay. If dinner starts at six, it starts at six. Hello. And if you're late, you're late. You don't get a plate. That and my aunt, that. Ooh, my aunt was like that for real. And if you came late and we started without you, you better stand there in the foyer and wait till we done. It is what it is. Mm. Somebody popping off, saying some slick stuff out their mouth. Be like Martin. <laughs> Get their ass out. There's the door. Got to go. Don't let the Ooh. door hit you with a good Lord split you. <laughs> Because you don't have to deal with that in your house. No, I've had stories of people tell me how ignorant and rude people have been in their house. If I invite you into Mm. my home, what you're Mm. not going to do is trigger me. Hello, please. No, thank you. You're not going to be in here taking stock of what I got and how much money I might be making and how I was able to afford such a a lavish Thanksgiving spread when... You mm. asked for money and I told you no. Mm. But you got a nice spread here or you got some nice new chairs and an expensive couch and you just talking about, oh, there's a new car in your driveway and <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but you couldn't send me, you couldn't break me off a little something. Right. <laughs> Mothers in law, mother in laws coming into kitchens talking about how this don't look right, how that don't look right. Why you put that over there? Like it was mm-hmm. smelling her house. Well, guess mm. what? Go back to your house and cook your own dinner. This will be eating here. If you don't like it, Deuces. <laughs> Ooh. I know this is resonating with some of y'all. It has uh, to. It has to, because it's it's just it's part of life. So and some of these situations are toxic, and you have to acknowledge the toxicity for what it is. Um, we you know, Z and I were just talking about the tons of memes that go on. You know, the going going to the store with your cousins. Okay, sure. <laughs> if if that's what you want to call it, that's what we're doing. The auntie who is late that we just talked about that comes in with a grandiose type of uh I'm better than you type of thing and comes late and don't talk to nobody and stuff like that. So and all the different stereotypes that that you know fold into that. Um, but there's some seriousness in that because those are certain behaviors that have been Uh, detrimental to you and can be perceived as a generational curse because you have those feelings that are conjured up around you that are negative when that person or people are around. That's not a good thing. That's something that you need to try to take stock of and figure out, well, why is this happening? And then figure out how do you work through that? And then, you know, if you keep being around people that are toxic, it's, it's going to, and you think, oh, maybe this year it'll be better. Oh, maybe the and you know what? Maybe they because maybe they went through a whole self transformation. You never know. However, how however, we do know that doesn't always happen. It doesn't. So, and we mm. as a group of people, 
I mean, we turn tragedy and pain into comedy. Yes. Like people know how to do that. And that's where a lot of these memes were born from, right? Mm. Somebody had dealt with a family member that may have said some of these things, dealt mm-hmm. with some of these things. Um, and so we turn that that pain into laughter. But we really need to stop romanticizing this toxicity. Yeah, yeah it's funny, but it's also damaging. Very. Now, you've grown up with an aunt or uncle who is always talking slick out of their mouth, saying something reckless, talking to you sideways. And they've been doing this since you've been young. Now you've grown. Mm. Now you got kids. Now then you brought your kids into that mess. Now they want to start popping off and saying slick stuff to your child. They talked about your weight. Now you come in. Oh, they getting a little chunky like mm. you. You is that age. You know. Mm. Don't receive that. Don't receive that. that. I'm telling you. One thing I have vowed to do is to keep my daughter out of toxic situations that I was I'm not saying forced to endure, but that your parents sometimes just push you in because they don't know mm-hmm. any better. Right. I'm just not going to do that. For what? For for what? Just because you're my you're my uncle or you're my aunt? Mm. Just because and you don't get to pick your family, but you don't. But I get to pick if I want to be around your ass. There you go. There you go. And I don't have to if I don't want to. If I choose not to receive that energy, guess what? I'm not going to receive it. Yes. So true. And we need to start thinking like that. They're funny. The memes are funny. Trust me. I get to keep mm. out of them every every holiday season. I look forward to them. But we really do need to take stock and ownership of how those things and those environments, those conversations and those statements mm-hmm. have long lasting detrimental effect yeah. on people. There's people in therapy now dealing with child. Every Everybody who's in therapy is in therapy because of some shit that happened in their childhood <laughs> for the most part. Childhood right. trauma that you are forced to 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 deal with and live with and a lot of these things happen around the holiday yeah so true and once you've acknowledged what's toxic then you can definitely choose your battles right some you know you may not have emotional energy to fight everything Mm, not every day right you only have so much so only fight the battles that you know are worth fighting the ones that don't matter, just just let it go. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Just let it go. Accept folks for who they are, right? Like Natalie said, it's sometimes unrealistic for us to believe that somebody who is toxic is going to change in a year. If they was toxic Thanksgiving, they're going to be toxic Christmas. They're going to mm. be toxic Val- Valentine's Day. They're going to be toxic <laughs> on Easter. And all Easter. Toxic on Martin Luther King Day. They're going to be toxic. All day. So accept them for who they are. If you keep going into these situations thinking you're going to change the person, mm. then you're doing wrong right there. Setting yourself up. Right. And don't take it personally. It's not about you. This is something I had to learn with my uncle. I started picking and choosing my battles. It's not about me. It's about you. Mm. About the way you've chose to present yourself to the world. That has nothing to do with me. Mm. Nothing. Nothing. You feel guilty for a whole bunch of stuff. That's your stuff. That's not my stuff. And you're not going to push it on me. Don't own it. Don't take that on. So, yeah, you might make a little comment about my weight. Okay. I can make a lot of comments. (laughs) About a lot of stuff. About a lot of stuff. That will hurt your feelings because it's mm. true. <laughs> I can do something about my weight. Can you do something about your liver? I don't think so. Ooh, ooh, probably not. Mm-mm. There's some clapbacks that people are already are gearing up on. Huh? I mean, huh. and <laughs> I mean, it's 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 comedy, and and it does help help us get through. Like Z said, um, when we're when we're beset with with tragedy, humor usually comes through. But even just going into the fam- the one of the best parts of getting together for family gatherings is the humor that comes with that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the different stories that they t- that are told amongst family members from years past or, 
just of new beginnings and stuff like that. It helps you connect to the folks that you're with. Most of, you know, if you think about all the memories that you have, a lot of times the good memories are attached to being connected with someone Mm -hmm. where there were different comical things that happened, you know, that's, and that recreates a whole memory and a feeling and um, an acceptance of what can be good at that time with the family outside of whatever else may be going on. Mm -hmm. So try to lean into that, you know, and, you know, um, laughing and stuff, it, it protects your body. It protects your energy. It's something that your body needs to go through. Because you don't want to be with your endorphins and all of those things. So just something to think about when you're with your family um, or on the, you know, on if you zoom it or do a virtual, there's always going to be that one <laughs> relative whose nose is up in the camera. Talk about, can you see me? You know, and even so you, it's an awkward situation, but you end up laughing about it because they, right. clearly, they clearly don't know how to work. They really the don't. Technology <laughs> at all. <laughs> is this thing on? Or you Hello. walk, you know, it happens. So there's always some fun, you know, but try to keep your sense of humor, if nothing else. If nothing else. And, you know, celebrate and remember the reason for the season. This is very important for me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can expect to have a great get together and have a good time. And, you know, if someone is distracting, is detracting from that, um, then just don't give that person an audience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of times it's just what they crave. They just want that attention. Yes. Just don't give them the audience for it. Don't show up for the party. They invite don't. you, don't show up. You know, mm. we talked about this before when, when protecting your boundaries and protecting your peace. You know, I holidays have become, I will say this, in the last two years, holidays have, have brought on a, a happier meaning for me. I lost my mother at a young age. She passed away the day after Christmas. My grandmother I lost in 2016, and she died a few days before Thanksgiving. So for me, holidays have always been attached to some type of grief or heartbreak. Mm -hmm. And so it hasn't had the same level of joy for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first thing, well, the first Thanksgiving we spent together, it was just me and my sister, because my grandmother had just passed away. Me and my sister and her immediate family, her fiance and um, my nephew, we got Chinese food because that's just what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. We just didn't have the emotional energy to, told, to, to spend on cooking. That next year, um, we took the reins of hosting Thanksgiving and Christmas, mm-hmm. because that's what my grandmother would have done. And I have to tell you, I really struggled through that because I just didn't feel it. It just mm-hmm. didn't feel right. didn't feel natural. Um, I did not like being the kind of designated matriarch of right. family. De facto. Yeah. You know, um, but then my daughter came and I'm so excited to now spend holidays and see through her eyes, what the holidays are going to mean. And so that brought back a sense of making sure that I remember to celebrate Mm -hmm. the reason for the season, you know, even with my issues with my uncle, Mm -hmm. I would don't wish him ill. You know what I mean? Um, I don't have any, any of those feelings that I used to have towards him. And I understand that, you know, there's some, a level of grace that I, I, do it not a whole lot now. There is a certain level of grace that I do extend to him because mm-hmm. the holiday seasons have that same um, effect on him because mm-hmm. he lost the same people. He lost his sister and his mother. So um, I just try to to remember to celebrate, um, be blessed that we still have the family that we have, mm-hmm. that we have the means to provide um, yes. the spread that we are able to provide. Um, that we have the love and joy in our hearts that we have, you know, and even if you have girlfriends, mm-hmm. you know, that we, we do a, 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 a brunch, a virtual brunch. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a Christmas brunch every year, girlfriend right. brunch. I don't know if we doing it this year. Cause that group chat, mm. yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm done. I can't, I can't keep playing and stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. Sweeper is an amazing planner, by the way. I got to give a shout out. For keeping a group together. She's amazing. Because just gotta put that out there. I might need to remember this. 
<laughs> celebrate and remember the reason for the season. Just go ahead and plan and remember the reason for the season. <laughs> oh, Lord. But just try with everything else, mm-hmm. with COVID, you know, yeah, with we still don't know who the hell going to be in the White House in mm-hmm. January. Like, <clears throat> are we going to watch Navy SEALs drag a man out the office? We don't Lord. know. It could be anything. could be anything. I mean, the year ain't over yet. Right. Aliens could come. We don't know. It's too early. <laughs> we got a whole month. 2020 <laughs> has been a, a whirlwind. <sighs> so just keep that in mind. Just remember the reason for the season. Yeah. Cares what Aunt Margaret over there talking about and Uncle Joe. You Thank know what I mean? you. Yes. It's that time you just kind of give yourself that peace and appreciate the little things. Yeah. Because this is this as 2020 has been. A thorn in America's side, of the world side, you know, at the same time, there's a lot of folks that do not have the luxuries that they had at the beginning of the year. No. You know, so really try to connect with those folks, kind of give them grace, you know, as much as, 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 as you can. Right. And please, I mean, we're already late with this, but if you don't, if it's, if it's not life or death, stay your ass at home. A lot of people who are getting, I read today, a lot of people who are getting COVID are getting it from people who are asymptomatic. Mm. Listen to that. Asymptomatic. I saw on Facebook someone who got COVID. They were at a small gathering for a family member thinking they were safe. And seven out of nine people who were at that gathering, got COVID. Mm. Young and old. Cross-cutting. They took every precaution they said. Mm. But seven to nine got COVID. It's real. Why? I mean, what do you want to do? See your family face-to-face now or see them in three months in a casket? It's not worth it. It's not. It's not worth it. You don't know how anybody's body is going to react to this disease. You don't know how your body is going to react to this mm. disease. If it, it, you know, it's it's we understand. Nat and I know. I have not seen my sister face to face since March. My sister yeah. is two hours away. It yeah. kills me that I'm not going to be able to see her this holiday season. But I'm not. Why? Because I care about her life and I care about mine. Mm-hmm. I care about the people that live in her house. And I care about the people that live in mine. Yep. It's okay. We will see each other. We'll see people, each other. People on the phone anyway. Y'all FaceTime each other. Right. On the regular. So what's the difference? Please. A way. And, and if you are going to do it, because I've seen some of y'all just be reckless. I've right. seen people have 16-year-old birthday parties. Yeah. Y'all going to Tulum every other damn week. That's y'all just crazy. out here being reckless. Don't care. Mm. Then get COVID and be like, pray for me. Mm. Right. And for those that, for whatever reason, don't think that these precautions are necessary, think there's other people that have now had to deal with those folks that didn't think it was necessary. Right. Because now they have been exposed because a selfish person said, I ain't wear my, I'm not going to wear no mask. Right. You got it's... Big Mama exposed. Mm. You didn't expose Big Daddy. You know he got diabetes. Yes. They can't move around too well. People can't go out and, and do as much as they used to. So just be, I mean, it's its a matter of its humanity at this point. Come it on. is. Just, just, you know, just, just do right. <laughs> That's Please. all. Just be considerate. You can love on each mm. other from a distance. Considerate. Because mm. <coughs> here's the one thing, <clears throat> excuse me, that I think people are failing to kind of connect. Mm-hmm. Your life is never going to go back to normal even after COVID. No. You think I'm going to be all up hugging on people, shaking people's hands? Hell no. Back, 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 back. <laughs> Give me 50 feet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Make it up, make it up, make it up. It's just, and and we have to be mindful of it because after COVID going to be something else gonna be something else gonna be something else mm. we just want y'all to be safe please but smart if you're gonna go wear your gloves 
Wear your face mask. Pray. Double up. Get some holy oil. All that. Sage. Sage. <laughs> sage. Sage. Florida I mean, water. Do something. Whatever. Holy water. Do whatever you need to do to bless that space. <laughs> Hope for the yes. best. And then if you do go, make sure you do the proper care to take care to get tested afterward. Yep. I'm, and I'm going to give this little tidbit before we go on a break. We have a friend who has a family member who is visiting. They flew cross country to come and stay with them. Our friend has them relegated to her basement and don't yep. care. So I put my I put food at the door. They right. come up the steps and get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They, they got to throw away their wash rags and their towels. Mm. They in their house. Have not seen them face to face. You understand what yes. I'm saying? We had to it do that with Jordan. Game. We did that with Jordan. I didn't see. Um, that's our daughter. I didn't see her for two and a half weeks. That's and what I'm food, saying. Her food was left at the door. You got to do what you got to do. Hey, and I relegated myself to my specific parts of the house. Yeah. No crossing. So it is what it is. We understand but, sometimes it can't be avoided, but 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 um. I think we've we've left you all with some really good tips to navigate the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, we know the holidays are already stressful. Then adding COVID onto it is mm. makes it even more stressful. So we hope you take these tips and and tools and use them if you are going to see your family, whether it's up close and personal or even virtually. I mean, yes, this, this is going to be helpful for you if you have to deal with Aunt Margaret, Uncle Joe virtually. Mm. Okay, this this meter <laughs> meter ass. Yes. <laughs> but uh we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and come back with our last sip of the day and we're back you are now um with your hood dalai lama And this is the last sip of the day. Be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. And that is attributed to Oprah Winfrey. Um, Again, um, just be thankful for all that you have this holiday Mm -hmm. season, your health, you know, your family. Um, Just be blessed. And have a happy and safe holiday season. Thank you for joining us this week on Sipping Tea with Nat and Z. You can follow us on Instagram at Sipping Tea, Nat and Z underscore pod, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Sipping Tea Nat and Z. To get any upcoming podcast topics, guests, and news, thank you so much again for listening. We'll see you in two weeks where we will discuss how to heal. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>